What's up, y'all? This is your girl, Samantha, and this is my podcast, Naturalize. What y'all got going on? I know it's been a minute. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. I think it's been about, what, about like two weeks now. It is January the 31st, and it is 1123 at night. Um, I got the boys in the bed, y'all, and I am up processing some Etsy orders that I'm trying to finish up. Because your girl is trying to be productive. And I'm trying to hurry up and get this done. So, I just wanted to get up here and let y'all know yesterday was the last day of the 21-day Daniel Fast. And y'all, blew my mind. It blew my mind. And the things God did to me during that fast, it's just amazing, y'all. Like, life-changing, forever life-changing. Like, my life has been forever changed. Um, And so... I'm just so happy, y'all. I have tried to start back eating regular food because you can't eat dairy, um, no sugar, dairy, just water, and you couldn't eat um, meat, and you couldn't have sugar, I mean, like, soda and stuff like that. Um, Y'all got to Google what kind of foods you could get. Y'all, I was getting creative. It kind of reminded me of Weight Watchers, but a lot stricter. A lot stricter. Yeah, whatever. But anyways, that's not why I wanted to get up here. But I did want to let y'all know that that is why I hadn't done a podcast. Because I was just praying for some things for Natural Lives. And God gave me vision for a lot of things. And I'm so excited. And so today, y'all, I want to introduce to you... The segment that I want to do, it is solely based for around men, black men. I had just been praying to God for God to give me something to give black men an area where they could be vulnerable. So y'all know I am a mom of four boys and my boys are black boys and y'all my boys are going to need to be able to understand that it's okay for men and for little boys to cry and to process their emotions the same way as females. Oftentimes, y'all, like, we just get so caught up in ourselves. Like, and I'm just here to say that black women, it's some of y'all needs a little bit more sensitive. Like some of y'all need to take some sensitivity training. And it's because I just, I just hate it for some black men who are involved with black women and they don't have a voice or they feel they can't be vulnerable or they feel they don't have a place where, you know, they can just go with their emotions without being deemed like less of a man you know what i'm saying y'all like black women it is not all about us and i am here to tell you today if you think it is you are wrong and i want to say that because y'all i am trying every day to instill in my black boys that it is okay to process your emotions it is okay to feel what you feel um you know like when they cry and they get in trouble or they cry because something didn't go their way, it's okay for you to feel those emotions. Those are normal emotions. And, you know, we just redirect why we couldn't, you know, accomplish what it was that you was wanting to accomplish. Maybe, maybe it wasn't 
maybe it's not your turn to be on this or to be on that. You have to share, you know, like that might make you sad, but, and that's fine. I want you to process that you're sad, but I want you to understand that it's okay for you to feel those emotions, but to know that, you know, this is why, this is why it is like, you know, like, how am I trying to word it? I'm trying to say basically, like, it's okay for you to feel what you feel during those moments, but don't take because it didn't work in your favor as you don't have, you don't get a chance to feel those emotions because y'all, the first thing they tell black boys is to stop crying like a girl. I don't tell my boys that. We might say, no, you're acting like a baby, but I don't tell my boys to not cry, to stop crying because you crying like a little girl. That is inaccurate. And that is the worst thing you could say, because girls are not the only thing that cry. Animals cry when you kick them or when they get their tails stuck in a door or whatever the case may be. Like we all cry. It's an emotion. And black boys and black men should be able to feel as if their feelings matter and as and as if their voices can be heard. So during the fast, I was just praying for things like, what can I do for black men? And y'all, God told me to do a segment called Help I'm Healing From and allow black men to tell their stories. And I want it to be... um. One segment done. I want to release one segment each Friday. And again, it's called Help I'm Healing From. And then they tell their stories. They say their name and then they tell their story. So it would be like, hi, my name is Samantha and help I'm healing from this. <clears throat> and I want to talk about it because y'all black mental health right now is just wild. Like suicide is just. The suicide numbers amongst black people are just going up. And y'all, I just want to speak to the black men because y'all know black women, we have all these platforms, you know, look at naturalized. We have all these platforms where we can go, we can vent and we're taking, we are taking so serious, you know, when we say this or when we say that, but black men don't get to have that space and that they don't have those resources for them to go and say, hey, I'm not okay. And for us to say, hey, it's okay to not be okay. We don't welcome them with their emotions. We just want them to shut it up and suck it up and grind and hold your head up. But expect them to be the head of the household. I'm here to tell you, there is so much more than being the head of the household for black men. Like, I don't want my man to just be the head of the household. Like, I don't want you to be the head of the household, but I want you to still be you. And I still want you to be able to feel as if you could come and you could be vulnerable. You can come and you can just not be okay. And you feel as if you could say that and someone would genuinely care for you and, and voice their concerns and actually go through the process with you. Like, why do you feel this way? Like, what can I do to help you? Y'all, black women don't do that for black men and it's sick because we sit here and we we want all the attention in the world when it comes to our mental health, especially after we have a baby with postpartum. And we should get that, right? Because we just gave life. Like we should get that. We sh but black men should get the same thing in return. Like I feel like when I was on the fast, I had talked to a few black men and their stories were so raw. 
And I was just like, well, like, I don't know. Like, I just couldn't imagine being in their shoes. Some of them don't even have a place where they can go and cast their burdens on someone. And some of them are married to that someone. So what I want to do is create a space for black men to be able to come up here and tell their stories and be able to voice their feelings and know that this is a safe place for them. We're not judging. But I also want black women to know that it's not just about us. It's about black men, too, because we are a culture where one lacks. We all lack. So I want to be able to create that atmosphere where black men can come and black women uplift them and really root for them and say, hey, it's okay to not be okay. We we love you. We're concerned for you. And we want to help you in any way we can. So please express those feelings and express those emotions and be vulnerable. Like I, I, I'm praying that the stories of some black men that come up here and tell their stories, I'm praying that it allows black women to see the other side, to know that <coughs> They should be able to, I don't have Corona, y'all, um, that they should be able to come to us like we're there, like that. they are us, like we all look alike and we all have some form of the same struggle and I just know I want my black men and my black women to win, so... It's no race to get ahead. We're we're one. We're together. And I want this atmosphere to be welcoming of black men because I want black women in, in on my podcast. Because some of y'all are married. Some of y'all are in serious relationships. Some of y'all need to go back and fix some of y'all relationships. And, and some of y'all need to leave your relationships. But I... And, and maybe this might help you understand your brother more. But I want you to be able to apply what these black men say to your life, whether it's to be more sensitive, to take that extra time and ask people, are they okay? Is there anything I could do to help? Um, anything, y'all. Y'all be sitting here wild and amazed at people committing suicide and you ain't even asked them. You done seen them all for the last three weeks and you ain't even asked them how they was doing. So ask yourselves, are y'all doing y'all part? Like, does my black man feel comfortable coming to me with his feelings and genuinely expressing him being able to express himself and I be able to give my all to his feelings and his concerns and his needs at that current moment I hope that by allowing black men to get up here and tell the things that they're healing from some black women will go back and be able to love their black man or their black brother or their black son or their black best friend that's a male a little different because we sometimes just think it's just about us you know and it's really not and sometimes it's just pertinent to hear the other side it's here to it's, it's important to hear what they deal with what they struggle with because y'all let's let's keep it a band the cops already don't love our black men and we already have to worry about whether or not they gonna come home at night then we also have to sit here and worry about whether the streets going to sit here and recruit our sons and stuff because fast money look good because you could get this amount of money overnight versus going to college or versus going to learn a trade or learn something that's already instilled in you to make you income. So 
black boys and black men need to be able to come to us when they're strong, when they're weak, when they're happy, when they're sad, when they're grieving, when they're not grieving. And we genuinely be concerned for them. And we literally like make it our priority to check on them and to be available for them because y'all black men already have a lot like I just said going on and then we think that because they have emotions that we we see here and have we have the audacity to question their manhood when we sit here and cry over the little craziest stuff like how is it okay for us to express our concerns and our emotions and be so you know just so public with it and the moment black men do it they get ridiculed oh you're not a man because you're crying or you why are you reacting that way huh you know like i pray <coughs> i pray <coughs> that my sons are with someone who genuinely cares for them someone who genuinely wants to know if they're okay someone who actually goes out of their way to ensure that they ask are you okay is there anything you need today how can i help you what goals do you have for this week what was some high and lows you experienced i'm giving y'all some icebreakers because some of y'all need to go back and some of y'all need to sit down and ask your kid ask your 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 father that y'all don't talk to go back and ask y'all Go back and ask them. Take that extra time. Take that extra step. Because, y'all, we all got something going on right now in the world. We all sitting here dealing with the most. And we don't never know what somebody is going to going through. And the moment is too late. The only thing we can fix our mouth to say is, wow, I would have never imagined. You would have never imagined. Hmm. But what if you would have just asked him if he was okay? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, some of y'all be acting like it's the hardest thing for y'all to do. Some of y'all don't even have enough sensitive sensitivity for me. Some of y'all need to go take some sensitivity training because <clears throat> y'all and I'm not saying that I've always been sensitive because I haven't. Like I tell y'all in my previous podcast, nursing humbled me, yo. And that was four years ago. Nursing has humbled me. And. Now I know I take that extra step because y'all people will look like nothing that they're dealing with. And I know because I look like something totally different than what I was actually battling with for four years, y'all. And I was a female. And if I would, the moment I would have said, I'm not okay. Um, I'm pretty sure I would have had a lot of people sitting here ensuring that I was okay. And but I didn't. And what I'm saying is for black men, they feel they can't. OK, I could have. I just didn't want nobody in my business. And I didn't want, you know, I didn't I didn't want people in the mix. So I kept it in, you know, because I was thinking that things were going to get better. Imagine being a black man who can't even express to his wife or his friend or his girlfriend or his sister that. Today, I'm not okay, and I need someone to be concerned for me. You, They can't even say that because their manhood is automatically deemed. Like, it's already tarnished. It's already They don't lost cool points, brownie points, and all that. And I'm just tired of that. I'm tired of black men suffering in silence. I'm tired of black men resorting to suicide because nobody sat there and took the time to ask them if they was okay. It's so freaking simple, y'all. Just take the extra step. Y'all be on Facebook and Twitter and all that all day. 
all day. All day. If you got to form a group chat with all the black men in your phone, I don't care if you got to say, do not text this phone number back. This is just a brief reminder to let you know that you are loved. You are important. And if there's anything you ever need, any voice you ever need to, you, you ever need to, anything you ever need to do. If you need that voice, if you need that platform, if you need someone to carry your burdens for you, you can call me. Some of y'all just need to go through your phone and say, well, when's the last time I checked on such and such? And I know sitting here thinking about it, I need to go through my phone and check on a couple of my old friends that I haven't talked to in a long time. Be, but to go and let them know that they are loved, they are okay, like that, not that they are okay, but if they are not okay, that I'm literally, literally a phone call away, literally a, a pull up away. Y'all, we be sitting here willing to do anything for anything materialistic, and we don't even value our black men's feelings. We just sit here and they just dress it up and they make it look nice and they tuck their chin and they just hold their head up and they have the weight of the world on their shoulders. And life just goes on. That's sad, yo. That is sad and it's so sickening that we ridicule a black man. I remember when Tyrese was crying about his child on Instagram and y'all made the most memes about him, yo. And I just, that's why people stay silent because we always turn something into a joke because it doesn't apply to us. We don't take it as serious, but let me tell you something. I have been depressed before. I've been depressed twice in my life. One, when I was with my kid's father and I was about seven months pregnant, y'all, I was mentally checked out. I was already like in my head, I was ready to go. I was seven months pregnant. I did not care what happened I knew someone was going to take care of my children y'all literally I remember telling people that I was not okay and people literally did not get me help y'all people did not get me help and I had to pull myself out of that and by God's grace and with God I did not go through with what I was going to go through with and by God's grace Asher is here because honey me and Asher was about to be written off because I was so far gone. And I'm just, I never, I say I say up until this day, I don't even know how I overcame it because I was so convinced. I remember crying my eyes out, wanting to die in my sleep, like just begging God to just take me, like just, just I'm ready, you know, like I'm ready to go. And I'm so thankful that I chose life and that I did not do it. But I just want you to know that some people, some people, don't have the strength y'all when you sitting there battling that your mind is telling you things to do and it's just telling you you're not worthy of the things that you feel like you are worthy of and it's doing nothing but constantly reminding you of things you are not like I'm not loved I am not this I am not that and y'all you could be in a room full of love and feel nothing and the second time I was depressed was last year from January to June. Y'all, it was so rough. And by God's grace, I was able. Y'all, that wasn't nothing but God. And I'm just, that's why I'm just standing here right now, y'all. Just telling you to check on your friends. 
check on your black men. Black men's feelings matter, and I want to be able to allow them to voice their their needs here like I understand this is a, a podcast for black women but this is to help black women understand black men to understand that because some of us a lot of us black women have boys and a lot of us are single moms um and I'm here to tell you right now that their feelings matter and we have to start with ourselves allowing them to be able to voice their concerns and and their feelings without them Feeling like they have to suck it up because it might make them look like a little girl because they're crying. Y'all know that that's that's not fair. It's not fair. It's just not fair. And I hate that so much for black men. And the stories I heard during my fast was nothing but confirmation for me to be able to do this. So I wrote up a um like a a word document and y'all I'm sorry I'm really stuffy and <laughs> I got a massage today and I laid down for a long time and my sinus just don't act right but y'all I wrote up a word document and it basically was to advertise what I'm doing on my podcast because I didn't want to have to create a Facebook status every day I wanted to be able to post something where you could read it and if it's something you're interested in if you know a black man who who wants to tell his story or and it's simply the things that they're healing from whatever it is they want to get off their chest during that time is theirs and i want to be able to release a segment of it at least once a week and i'm going to post um the the word document on my instagram and my Facebook page and my Snapchat and my Twitter. And again, if you are not following my Instagram, it's underscore naturalized underscore. If you want to look for the document to send to someone you know who might want to be able to tell their story, like it's really just to welcome black men, to let them know that they're loved, they are appreciated. You are so strong, even on your weakest days. And we genuinely care for you, yo. Like, you are so loved and I pray that even on your darkest days when nobody understands and when you feel like you're alone and you feel like you have no choice but to just keep going because everybody looks to you for everything. I pray that you just know that God created you to be fearfully and wonderfully made and that you can conquer the world like you are deserving of the world. You mean the world to us and we pray that you just allow yourself. I just, y'all, I'm so passionate about it because I know what it feels like. Like, I, I dealt with it twice in my life, and it was for so long. And I can only imagine, as a black man, what it feels like to feel like you can't even, you you can't even, you can't even cry, yo. You, you can't even sit in sorrow, some black men can't even grieve because black women, some black women won't even allow them. Everything just simply is about them. And I'm so tired of that. Black women, we have to do better. We have to want better. And we need for black men to feel like they can count on us when they're strong, when they're weak. You know, like we are one, yo, we are culture. And if we don't change culture, 
the same things that are happening right now will continue to happen and they will get worse for our children, our children's children, and so on and so on. And why not make the change now? We want it for us as black women. We want black women to be able to prevail in everything. We should want black men to be able to prevail in everything too, from feelings to finances, from success to everything like black men should be right side by side like we're this is no race we're in this together and if we don't change culture the way people think and the way people perceive things like yo you can voice your concerns and you can voice your feelings and you can stand on what you say and that doesn't make you any less of a person because i get on this podcast every day and i what I don't care because I know who I am and I know what I stand for and I know what I've been through and I know that this is my story and that God is using me for someone else. Allow black men to be able to do that too. One story can change somebody's life, yo, and we sit here and tell them to suck it up, shut up, and just go through the motions. Nobody's going to tell my sons that their feelings don't matter, yo. If their feelings are not valid, leave. Some black women are sitting here dating men who can't even come and tell you they had a bad day. Because you still mad and you because things didn't go your way or whatever the case may be. Let it go. Life is short and people are killing themselves. And we haven't even asked them, is there anything I can do for you? And it don't even got to be nobody y'all know. Like, it could be a complete stranger. Y'all be sitting here wanting these men to spend all this money on y'all. All this and all that. And y'all can't even ask them if they okay. Is there anything I could do for you? How would you like for me to help you today? What was your goals for the week? Did you accomplish your goals for the week? Highs and lows? Anything you want me to pray with you about? Anything you want me to pray for you about? Are you hungry? Can I treat you to lunch? Anything, y'all. But black men are killing themselves, yo. And that is so sad. Like, it's so sad. And black women are killing themselves. And that is so sad, yo. Take the extra time. Some of y'all need to be a lot more sensitive this week. I encourage you to go out and ask five people. Three of a, three of them of which you do not know. How are you today? Is there anything I, you would like for me to do? Like um, anything, y'all? You could get on Google and ask for some icebreakers, yo. What what what's a few goals of yours this week? I could do that in the grocery store line. I'm y'all be sitting here acting like y'all too good to talk to folks, honey. I be a, I don't meet a stranger, yo. And I'm so thankful for that, yo, because for years I had someone convincing me to believe that I was not a people person, that people didn't enjoy me and all of this. And I literally have the best conversations, no cap, in the, in the, in, in the grocery line, not in a rush, sitting there taking my time. Some of y'all need to slow down, get out of your head, get out of your feelings and understand that things are not going to always go in your favor. And be a little bit more sensitive to the other side. You don't know what people are dealing with. And y'all be sitting here 
<laughs> y'all be sitting here in traffic flicking people off and sitting here blowing a horn and stuff. Like, y'all don't know what that person got going on in the other car. Is it that deep? Baby, if you that much in a rush, you should have got up 30 minutes earlier. Because I'm pretty sure you you travel that about that same commute every day. So, therefore, if you know it's traffic there at 9 o'clock every day, wouldn't you say, hey, you know, yesterday traffic was a little hell for me. I need to get up a little earlier. You know, that way I don't have road rage. Because for one, you sitting here yelling, discombobulating your own self. You sitting here getting worked up for your own self. But more so important, you sitting here flicking people off or you sitting here honking the horn. At somebody who could literally be on the edge that day, literally talking themselves, trying to convince themselves out of killing themselves. But because it matters, just do what you want to do. I don't, I don't get it. So I want to encourage you this week, go talk to five people, three of which you do not know. Let it be a stranger and ask and let it be black men. So let's let's do this. Do five strangers, three of which you do not know, which is black men and two, which is black women that you do know. But five people this week, yo, and go and ask them, what can you do for them? Is there anything I need to pray with you about, pray for you about? How are you feeling? Like, y'all, it's, it's that simple. It's that simple. Y'all kiki and kaka and share these memes on Facebook all day. Be on TikTok sitting here. Learning these dances from literally from the beginning to the end. And I know because I've done a few TikToks and baby, I ain't got no rhythm. So I know y'all up there like it takes some time. So if you got that much time on your hands, if that's something you want to do, that's cool. But if you got that much time on your hands and you and it's something that you can take time for, yo, take the extra time and ask somebody. If they are okay, is there anything I could do for you, yo? Black men are suffering, suffering, and black women are allowing them to suffer. And I don't understand because, y'all, we do not get that treatment. The moment we yell out we're suicidal, y'all, we got a gang of girls finna pull up. Like, we got an army. And you could be on Facebook and you don't even know me, yo. And you're going to be like, girl, what is there I can do for you? I'm sitting here praying for you. In my inbox, all kind of stuff. But black men are just supposed to suffer in silence. Not my four. No. Not my future husband. None of that, yo. That stuff is over with. And if we do not change culture, y'all, it's only going to get worse. And let me tell you something. Y'all don't really understand it till it come knocking on your door. And let me tell you, when it comes knocking on your door, it's not asking for an invitation in, baby. It's going to come in whether you open the door or not. Because if it can't go through the front door, it's going to come through the back. And if it can't get through the back door, it's going to come through the windows. Trust me, it will catch you off guard. It'll be waiting for you outside. And I just want you to know that I don't want it to have to be you before you before you understand that you should just take that time to ensure that other people know that you care for them and that you're genuinely like concerned for them or available for them. My friends know that they can call me, yo. You could call me any time of the day, any any time. My nephew just texted me last night at like five something in the morning. Are you up? I wasn't up, but I'm glad he knew he could text me. If he really wanted to get up with me, he could have called me. I'm pretty sure he didn't want nothing, but I'm just giving you an example, y'all. 
It don't got to be hard. It's very simple. We sit here and chit chat with our homegirls all day, all day. Ask that black man, is he okay? Ask that black man, is there anything I can do? Is there anything I can do for you? And if I can't do anything today, please let me know if it's tomorrow, if it's the next two days, if it's the next month, anything. I just want you to know that my number is accessible and you can use it anytime you need to. And so I want to encourage you this week to let black men know that they are loved. They are appreciated because black mental health is real, yo. And black men are suffering in silence and it's not fair. It's not fair. And so I am creating this platform for black men and the segment will be called help. I'm healing from, and I have my first guest this week. Um, and I will post on Friday. I have not even really, I have heard his story a little bit and it was like so raw and just so amazing. And I just, I'm just excited for what is to come from black men. And I'm rooting for you, my guys. Like, you are so freaking loved. You are so amazing. You guys work so hard and you are so deserving. You are so deserving. And I hope you really feel it in my voice because, y'all, I love my black men, y'all. For real. I'm up. It's up about my brother. It's up about him. I'm telling you. Like, no, let black men feel okay with voicing their concerns they are human just like we are and they are deserving just like we are so this week go out and ask someone if there's if there is anything you could do i want to encourage some of y'all because some of y'all are not sensitive enough for me and i don't like that you ain't gotta know every piece of detail before y'all sit here and just care it's free to care it's free to be kind. It's free to be nice. It's free. So, y'all, please tune in to my topic and my segment on help I'm healing from. And it is definitely designed for black men who want to tell their stories. And again, stay tuned because it's going to be amazing. And I hope that it transforms the way black women think. And I hope that it creates an environment where black men feel as if they can come and cast their burdens on their sisters, on their wives. And there's just the women of color and genuinely have someone who supports them, even if we don't understand. So I just want to encourage y'all this week to go out and just ask somebody. I don't care if it's your brother. Do three people you do not know and two people you know. And it needs to be a mixture of both men, black men and black women. And I'm going to post the document on my Instagram page and on my Facebook and I finally got a new email address because y'all, it was just too much using my name. So it's literally naturalizedpodcast, one word, at gmail.com. That is all. If you are interested in telling your story, if you know a black man who wants to tell their story, um, please email me at naturalizedpodcast at gmail.com. Reach out to me on Facebook, Instagram, whatever. However you want to get up with me, I'm available. And I want y'all to know this 
right here is holy. Come and cast your burdens. Come and voice your concerns. Come and bring all your feelings and all your emotions and show up for you. Because right here on Naturalize, baby, this is a judgment-free zone. And we welcome our brothers and our husbands and our, and our cousins and all of that of color. Like, we love you, black man. You are so loved. You are so appreciated. And I am so excited for the journey that is about to come and the healing that is going to take place with our culture. You are so loved, my girls, and I encourage you to love on your black man a little more this week. Be a lot more sensitive this week. If you have a life-changing story for real, like, you want to reach out to me, again, Naturalized Podcast, even if you just want to tell me how my podcast has changed your life or how it has impacted you some way, how it has changed your way of thinking, if it has helped you with a situation you have been going through. I love hearing the feedback and it's not for brownie points. It's really just to know that I am helping someone else who thought that they were suffering, suffering alone and that you don't have to suffer in silence because acknowledging, acknowledging that you're there lets me know that you have one big step ahead of me that I did when it was me. I suffered in silence and that's what I don't want for my black women and I don't want for my black men. So if you ever want to tell me anything, you can always hit me up on any social media, any Email and my email again is naturalizedpodcast at gmail.com. Let me know what y'all thinking and just continue to show up for you, yo. Continue to be available for other people and be able to be used by other people's stories, yo. Life is short. Love on people while they're here because tomorrow is not promised. You are love, black women and black men, and I'm so excited for this segment that is about to come. Stay tuned for the first episode on Friday, and please come back. Please come back. Please come back, and I will definitely be having more podcasts um, coming up. I want to be able to continue to talk about things as we still go on with the help I'm healing from segment. It's just kind of like a two in one. I'm going to be talking about other things as well as pushing that, you know, towards greatness. You know, like I want to continue to allow that to flourish. So I want black men to come and I don't have a set goal on how many weeks it'll be. God will let me know when it's done. Okay. But for now, show up for black men, yo. Come and pay attention to their podcast. Come and listen to their episodes and come and allow them to voice their feelings and their concerns and be heard, okay? And be cared for and be loved on and be appreciated. So y'all stay tuned for the first episode this Friday. You are loved and I love y'all so much. And I'm so, so, so happy to be here in this mental state. And I'm just so amazed and so happy for the things that I know God is going to do with Naturalize and in my life. So I love you. You are loved and you are beautiful and you are amazing. And this is your girl, Samantha, and this is my podcast, Naturalize. Until next time.